Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Fabulous. Well, that's nice to hear. I know. Why are you fabulous? I don't know. Just, just good. Because I'm, I, it's all, it's just a, today's a nice day and I'm just, you know, one of those things. And our guest speaker coming up at the end, I love her. And, you know, she's sitting here listening to us, even though she doesn't go on for two segments, but she's yeah. cute, isn't she? Then look at that cute face. Lori Thomas Wagner, who is the president of the Society of Irish Women, will be speaking to you at the end of the, in the third segment as one of our guests today but um so she's hanging out with us for a while and um but no you know what i did as you know lent started on wednesday, uh, wednesday ash wednesday and you know that i go to church every day for lent um you know during lent and so today I kind of was either go to 1210 at the cathedral, which is my church, or 7 at St. Anne's. And I said, there's got to be some earlier or later or in the day. So I did some hunting and called some of my um, friends, and I talked to Sister Ann Walsh on uh, yesterday morning, and I said, are there any other masses? So she gave me the lowdown on where I could go. And I forgot about the 11 a.m. at oh at Our Lady of Peace um in Dunmore, uh, it's a wonderful um, where the retired uh, sisters live, and it, they have mass at eleven o'clock, so it works out perfectly. So today I went to the to eleven before we came here, and I have to say, I was I was in the chapel, and the priest is very fast. This was a very quick mass, <laughs> but I'm looking around at so many of our retired sisters yep. and I looked there were so many of them there there were other people from Life Geisinger because they all go for different lectures and things and so um, my brother-in-law Ed who drives for Life Geisinger you always see them out front the guys dropping everybody off and so there were very few men as you could imagine mm-hmm. but I and there were some just people from the community but I looked around and I just was observing all of these older 
um, ladies who have, and re- as I said, most of them retired, none, some of them not, not as old, but, you know, there. And I, I just was thinking how fortunate we are not know, really knowing about any other community. I mean, I lived in other communities but didn't pay that much attention to this, as how fortunate we are to have so many of these ladies in our presence and living amongst us and just among us I want to say just because I it's amazing you know whether they taught school or what what they did just to be uh, to have them there I always get such a whenever I'm with in the presence of a a sister I always say because they always say God bless you and I always love that and I just felt like such so much love and power there today because it seems like that's there everything was just coming all together and I saw one of Tommy and Sean well Sean's first grade teachers from St. Clair uh, sister Mary William and my dear friend Pat Sheehan was um, a, she's a Eucharistic minister so she was administering the um, um, host to so many of the um, ladies and men who couldn't go up um, to the priest and um, then I saw two of Sean's um, one of his teachers from prep Mrs. O'Brien was there Barbara O'Brien and then I saw sister Sarah and sister Marilyn who were Sean's teachers at Marywood's early um, childhood program that he went to for two years of preschool and then um, first kindergarten and I the 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 in what he taught what he was taught there and what he learned and how much he loves those two ladies and we went over some of the things he used to tell my mother and 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 he's one time he went in and told sister Marilyn and sister Sarah that my mother and grandmother were beer lovers <laughs> which she pre- told us and which could be was just so far from the truth and one time he stuck his tongue out at sister Marilyn oh, when, oh yeah and sister got it he got in the car and she told me and we were just telling little things and the one day he's in the back seat and he said, Mom, this week I listened to Bach. I think next week I'll listen to Tchaikovsky. And I thought to myself, <laughs> at three, four years of age. And yes. she said he re- would sit there with the earphones in the beanbag chair and love to listen to classical music. His sister wow. said I would bring that in once a week, every one mm-hmm. of them. And, and anyway, I started to cry while I was sitting in Matt. I could do it right now. I s- literally started crying. Because? You were so moved by what that she said to you? No, no. I, this is before I talked to them. Just because I saw my mother-in-law's, two of my mother-in-law's friends were there, and, and I loved her. Mm-hmm. And um, the, the, and my just because my kids are so much, you know, they're thirty one and twenty six. I'm yeah. like, oh my god, all those years ago. Yeah. And you know, you look at you look around, you think they helped form my children. Yeah. And how many other people, because I did not go to Catholic school, I'm a public school, proud of it, um, girl, but nonetheless, what these people have done to form so many children, and I look at my own children and what who they are today, yeah, and how much that influence has affected the way they are, mm-hmm. and so many other families. And then I, when I was going in, I saw one of Sean's school mates from prep, and they still are best buddies, and she has the same exact birthday, Aileen. Um, 
Briar, and they have the same exact, they were born on the exact same day, one at CMC and one at Mercy, and, and they're best buddies, and I saw her before I went in, so all these memories were just floating around, plus, of course, being in a in church um, with all these, you know, the, all those you know, I just feel very moved when I'm there. So it was so emotional for me. And then I knew Sister Jean was at the desk and Tootsie Bernardini was at the other desk when I walked in. And all of these wonderful people who I know from the community are in. And then you're just in there and there's just that power of love and and just, you know, all of the things they've brought to this community and how fortunate we are to have all of these ladies living here and continuing to do what they do and get up and go to mass and send walkers were everywhere and 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 just like I think wow like God bless all of these people and what I guess I was just it was so like great the feeling of the the feeling of gratitude is all I can tell you and I thought wow that is an overwhelming feeling. Uh, and you said that there were men there, and it was open to the public. Oh yeah, you can go to any mass. You can go to mass at I any time. And so there were men in the Life Guy Singer program. There were one or two people from the community, mm-hmm. men, but very few men, just because most of them were, I'm assuming, most of them were retired sisters. Yeah. And um, it's a beautiful facility. And I'm coming out, and there was two two sisters having lunch at the little cafe there. And it's there's it's like its own little community in there that it should have its own zip code there's so much that goes on in that place where the sisters live and some of them um are infirmed and you know there's just things they have to they they take such good care of them yes and are they still wearing the habits the women no 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 there were a few in the few that did but very few others they just were dressed like lay people and Mm -hmm. um blending right in but of course you can tell and just the way they pray and the way they do things it, it was it was just a wonder i was so happy that i went there and then i said to them i'll see a lot of you because i'll make my rounds i you know i kind of can go this day there that because that's what you do when you when lent is 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 um as um i always like to say but the priest i heard a long time ago and most recently last year said lent is about getting closer to god some people think by giving something up it's a sacrifice so my giving up is giving up of the time and the and the you know I, I mean my already crazy life of this that and the other and then you fill that vo- spot in too and it's kind of nice because I remember last year when we talked about this and when I finished it was like whoo that was a good thing and when you have that <laughs> sense of completion and I didn't miss one day it was yeah. like it's good much like the novena thing so I it, yeah. it's just I just get so much out of that peace and that feeling that was so moving like I mm-hmm. really it was so powerful to me so um that okay. was but that's it gratitude yeah that's what it, it was just that feeling yeah so i you know and i'm you know what i mean and then of I course do. yesterday the gratitude i felt was running into patrick a dinapoli and <laughs> and dr flim flam at mansoor's when he came in and everyone yelling hey pat how you yeah. doing pat? 
That was, I asked him about that last night. Yeah, I and said, did he remember? I hear that the whole kitchen was saying, hey, Pat, how are you? And he just burst out laughing. He said, yeah, and how about that? Uh -huh. <laughs> and then he's screaming in the restaurant to me, are we going out this week for dinner? And uh, it was just so cute. But he is very well loved there as Carolyn Baldy Catalano, who owns the joint. She said, everybody loves Pat. Well, that's good. That's good to know that there's a place where I can feel confident. That's my yeah. gratitude. I know. See, that's that what I mean. There's a place where I know he can be safe and people are looking out for him and, and that he really enjoys their company and vice versa. Uh -huh. It's a good thing. Yeah. Was, it's um was all good so that that's so i guess that's just that's the feeling cuz i told and i told you the one the one guy um a young guy who just started working there when he was taking oh, taking an order from a family and one of the one of the family members was in a wheelchair and he actually leaned down um like on his knee and took their order so he was f eye level with the gentleman in the wheelchair and i thought how often do you see stuff like that so i told carolyn and then when the kids are yelling to pat and making pat feel good i i those are things you if you don't it, it, the point is i'm making pay attention to these signs because they're always in front of you and if you're too busy not paying attention you don't see them and you don't get to appreciate them because they're powerful things i was thinking about that and, and about what you said about it. Um, this morning I was reading uh, the latest issue of Oprah Magazine, and she her whole thing in this particular one was about she's always amazed by how easy it is to impact another life. Right. And she was talking about someone who mentioned that they got the greatest pleasure out of telling someone something that they they acknowledge them for doing something good catch and, them being good yeah. yeah and it was it was really an amazing thing that whoever this was i forget felt better about herself in making that comment yes because she saw the reaction of the other person. Right. That's and the beauty it of great. it. I say that all the time, and you know I'm one of these people that I will always, if I see something about someone in a positive way, I always tell them, regardless of what, like yesterday when I was at church for, for here we go at the church, but when I was at Ash Wednesday for at 1210 Mass at the Cathedral, there was this young woman sitting in front of me, and her hair was like gorgeous. And she turned around to say hi, and I said, oh my God, honey, your hair is beautiful. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And you can always tell because when, when people say to you, oh, my God, you just made my day. You just never know what's going on for them. So say it. If it's positive, what does it hurt to say it? No matter what it is, do it. it it's just a, a, a good way because people might just need that little tiny bit. Because you never know what's going on for That's them. Right. Like I said, and even to get back to that, when Pat walked by mm -hmm. and they yelled to him, I knew you could tell. It's kind of you got a little skip in his step when he, <laughs> you know, it, it yes. just a good. It's, it makes you feel yes. special. Yep. And everybody wants that. So yes. anyway, we are going to take a quick break. You're listening this morning to the Laurie and Lynn Show, and we'll be right back. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now back to Laurie and Lynn. Hi, 
Hi, everybody. Welcome back. You're listening to Laurie and Lynn Show. I'm Laurie Cadden, the, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And I am Lynn Evans. I am the uh, managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. And that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. So I was watching This Is Us the other night, because of course well, you know. Yeah. Did you watch it oh, too? absolutely. And did you like when Kevin said to his mother, okay, Boomer? Yes, I did. <laughs> I thought, oh boy. And I thought of you, yep. because we, all, uh-huh. we had that conversation. Yep. Yeah. Get it. Okay, okay That show, I just think is... It's wonderful. It's unbelievable. Yeah. I love it. I can't wait to see how they... Uh, address the issue of her Alzheimer's through now yeah because you know at the end because they already show the end part or at least when she's when she's in not um yeah I guess she's dying when they all come in to see her but um they I love how they do all those snippets it's like life and and even with um uh what's it Kate and and Toby's son Mm -hmm. you know because they brought him in from the beginning of the show when they didn't know who he was and then you realized it Mm -hmm. so um and obviously now based on what you know from last week you know that it's Toby it's his influence because he started that little area for Kate to do what she had to do that's for it. them. So I think yeah. that's that's cool. But that anyway. So, okay, Boomer, what else? <laughs> okay, so um, apropos to that particular segment of uh, This Is Us, I was uh, looking at an article that was published online by a company called Efficient Advisors. And they are the... Um, registered investment advisory firm that manages the assets for a 401k plan that I use. So they call this an investor minute. And why it's so important to talk to your parents about money. And I know that that whole conversation hasn't really come up yet in This Is Us, but you can see that they're already talking among themselves, the children, of how we're going to handle this. And that's a wonderful conversation to have. And I was struck by the fact that it's so funny, when not not ha-ha funny, but ironically funny, when you think about the conversation that most parents hate to have with their kids is about what we call the birds and the bees Mm -hmm. and how they just deflect that forever and ever and ever. They do the same thing with this, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And it's in reverse. It's the kids not wanting to have the conversation with their parents Mm -hmm. about money. But uh, it is something that I I think is really obviously very important because still in our culture, it's considered to be a taboo topic. You just don't talk about it. And as uncomfortable as it is, the longer you want to talk about the longer you wait to talk about money with your parents, the more difficult it may become. There's a woman named Carolyn Rosenblatt who, with her partner, does a lot of blogging about the elderly and dementia and the uh, the rip-offs that occur all over the place. She was quoted in this article, and she said that the biggest problem isn't the dollars and cents, but rather the unvoiced expectations of various family members. Now, you and I both went through this with parents, with our mothers, and um, 
you know that there's all kinds of expectations and 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 not uh, things things that we expect our siblings to do that they don't do and things that that they didn't expect us to do and we did so there's a whole lot of interplay there with the family dynamics that go on when you're at that point with a parent and so what she's suggesting is that you have that conversation with your parents before you need to have that conversation with your parents and she said that she said one recurring theme she sees is the parents who simply believe their children will take care of them when they run out of money However, she writes, since most parents do not want to be a burden to their children, or so they say, they may be embarrassed to reveal that they have little saved or that they have debt. And so, therefore, they avoid that conversation because they don't they want don't their want children to know. Yeah. Okay. So then she also suggests it's generally a good thing for siblings to discuss what needs to be done about their parents' finances, which really gets sticky. Having that conversation with siblings because a lot of times parents have given money to one or another of the siblings and not to the rest and they may not have known that the other siblings uh -huh. so that raises a whole big bunch of crazy issues but they say it's generally um, it, it's, it's good to discuss this because if they agree on a course of action and present it to their parents as a unit, united front, the parents can feel like they've been feel, the parents can feel like they've been ganged up upon if you present it that way to them. So they say a better option would be to get the insight of a knowledgeable third party. And that's where they talk about having somebody like a financial advisor who has no emotional attachment to any of this stuff to try to be the person who raises the topic and I I was in a conversation like this last week with parents uh, both of whom are healthy and well and their three children and their in-laws their daughters-in-law sons-in-law and it was an amazing conversation because the parents really were full disclosure to all their children about what they had where they had it and then it was what are their values what are the things that are important to them because the parents wanted to make sure that there was a certain amount of money that was allocated right up front to contributions to their church that was a very very important thing to them so given that then the issue was well what do we do with the rest of the money is it enough in order for you to sustain your standard of living so it was a, just an interesting conversation to watch the dynamic between the children who didn't share that sense of commitment to the church and the parents who did well, well. so anyway the, the point was that it's obviously something that you want to have with your parents before you need to have that with your parents and financial advisors are good people to get involved in it or lawyers trusted family attorneys um, cpas people like that who who they can clearly say we're not here to represent your parents or you individually but we'd like everybody to have this conversation and let's get it straightened out mm -hmm. so 
if something happens to mom or dad, what does the surviving spouse do? Do they go to live with one of the children? Would one of the children like that or not? And if that is the case, would the other children decide that they might want to contribute something to the care of the parent to the extent they can? Mm-hmm. So those are, they're very touchy, difficult things to of bring course. up. But I really think that it's something that should be talked about in advance rather than when somebody says your mother or your father needs to go into an assisted living facility now what are we going to do that's the truth and you know it's it it just it's just when you think about all this you don't want to think about it but you almost you have to it's like it's scary it's and you know Lynn all these changes in your life as you you know you just get older and and things change and people change and it's a it's a it's a good time for me right now to also um, talk about um, one of our dear friends passed away this week and um, he this Ricky Levy and he leaves behind his beautiful wife Paula and his two wonderful boys um, Brian and Justin and Ricky was um, just a terrific man and uh, he's he was one of Meyer's dear friends seven of us as you know frequently get together for dinners as 14 of us for seven couples and um, it's going to be changed and now it'll forever be changed and he's been struggling and um not you would never even know it to see him at Mm -hmm. least to us um and uh so that getting that word this week was was very um earth shattering in its own way for everybody um they were married i think the obituary said 31 years yeah i didn't see the obituary because i had to be at an early meeting morning to a needing an early meeting this morning so i did not read it yet but yeah the long 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 time paula is a sweetheart and and the boys were so mad i love a boy who's madly in love with his father and those children as they are with their mother but they were his their dad is so proud of who of who they are and the the mutual love between them adoring their father and them he was just he would beam when he spoke about his boys he Mm -hmm. was just in love with them Mm -hmm. and like a dad should be and he was very open about it and um they it's just an incredible relationship and he was a wonderful man i know him for years and years before it long but way back in the 80s i met him with this cousin freddie who's a wonderful guy coming in to for the um the funeral on friday and he lives in florida and it's it's um just amazing so our hearts and our thoughts go out to um paula and justin and brian and rick um godspeed my friend you're a wonderful guy so um was paula someone that he knew from high school no no Mm-mm. okay not that i'm aware of um paul is paul is younger than he is okay. so um paula was a teacher because she was dear friends she's dear friends with my sister-in-law mara foley and uh she taught i think paula's maiden name was sakachi so um yeah she's just uh, uh, it's it's hard to think about it it, it really is yeah so it's uh, Oh, and on a on a lighter note than that, of course, I'm continuing with my 
piano lessons. Oh, I forgot. And I yes, meant to, I told Betsy last week I was going to mention, I don't remember, did I talk about Betsy last year, last week on our show? I don't believe you did. Because when I went on yesterday, she said, did you mention me? I said, I, you know, Betsy, I think mm -hmm. I did. I said, yeah. So even if I didn't, I'll tell her, listen again. <laughs> so Betsy Brown is my piano teacher at Scranton Music Academy. Uh -huh. And she's very patient, very kind, and she needs to be with me. But I have to tell you, like, I actually played Old MacDonald and uh, Mary Had a Little Lamb. And that is like it actually sounds like it when you're doing it I and I know it's simple and it's we we use a children's book because yes. that's what she does but it's the beginning of anything and when it actually makes a sound and you know this it's like oh my god I'm so excited about it <laughs> so like I find myself doing air piano like a lot oh, like which nice. which ones I'm supposed to use and then we did two hands and up the it was um use the white I'm on the white keys now so it's um When's the last time your piano was tuned? Just recently. Oh, I didn't oh, know Oh, I that. always keep my oh, piano. Okay. Always. But but what happened is my piano tuner was ill for a while, so it had been, I was looking for a, a new tuner, and then his wife called me and said, Larry's fine, thank God, because he went uh. through some health issues, and he's great, Larry Trichetta, and his wife, Cindy, who's wonderful. And so it was cleaned and tuned just like three weeks ago. So wonderful. it's all, and it's a beautiful old um, lounge, uh, refurbished lounge, piano baby grand it sits proudly in my room i even have to now i have to get a piano light because i god knows i'm in the dark usually when i'm doing this so um playing Figurative, old mcdonald and figuratively and literally, literally. <laughs> but but it's such an accomplishment when you do that and you think oh because i know nothing about notes and yeah. reading music zero that there were 188 keys and that there's you know a b c d e f g and blah blah so anyway it's all good, so I'm proud of myself. Anyway, 188 keys. 188. 88. Yeah. 88. 88. Excuse me. Did I say 100? <laughs> well, I have five pianos. Wow, that's a big piano. I have five pianos. <laughs> Everyone's cringing now, saying, "What do you mean 100?" I'm sorry. I meant 88 keys. 88. Thanks, Lynn. Oh, oh boy, God. bigger is better. You know what I mean? Okay. All right. So we'll be we'll be right back. You're listening to the Laurie and Lynn show. It's Saturday morning with Lori and Lynn. Now, back to Lori and Lynn. Good morning. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the managing director of a company called Women of Substance LLC, which is a financial planning firm specifically for the needs of baby boomer women. And I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse that's available on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And that's one big you-know-what piano. <laughs> 88 keys, making sure I say Betsy, don't be mad. I know there's 88. Every musician who plays is thinking, you're out of your mind, lady. Yeah. Anyway, we are here, as I told you, with the aforementioned Lori Thomas Wagner, who is the president of the Society of Irish Women, that I can tell you I am very proud of her. I am proud of the organization since I and myself and nine other ladies were the founding members of this great organization. And it's how many, what's this year, Laura? 
This is the 22nd year. 22nd wow. year. How about that? That's pretty good. And so lots of good ladies are uh, running with the ball, and it's been a good thing. And Lori and I go way back because Lori is a proud West Scranton High School uh, graduate, and she was a flag twirler, and I was her captain. And now she says, "Who's you're not the captain now. But um, <laughs> anyway, she we had a lot of fun back then. Yes, we did. And so Lori, so kindly, last year at the dinner, said to me, will you please be my MC? And I was so happy because I said it kind of comes full circle yeah. when you're the captain yeah. of, of twirling, flag oh, twirling, and please. now I'm yes. with her again. There we go. I couldn't oh. think of a better person to ask. Aww. She led me on the field so she can lead me into this. There we go. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I love it. So, Laura, lots of has been happening in this year. Why don't you tell everyone about the speaker and what's going on? And you had, when people are listening, you'll be you'll be in the middle of a, a breakfast that you, of course, you can't go now because it'll be during it, but you're going to talk a little bit about what was going on there. So, go right ahead. Okay. Well, this year, um, we were fortunate to have a hometown girl. It's always nice to hear the accomplishments of, of one of our own. Right. Um, Allison Walsh is the global PR director for Stoli. Um, Stoli Naya. Mm -hmm. <laughs> now, yes. I would have thought it was only vodka, but they I believe they have 15 different liquors that they also oh, make. Oh, I didn't know Which that. I never knew. She, Me she told us. Um, she's also one that was 40 under 40 in the PR world. So it's a big accomplishment. And, you know, it's very nice to be proud of our own. Mm -hmm. And Where to have her live? come back. She Jessup lives in New York City now. But she's from Jessup. But she's Jessup? from Peckville. Peckville. And okay. she um, she actually, when she went to college, did a, a semester or, or two in Ireland. Uh -huh. So she lived in Ireland also. Yep. So Wow. So she's excited to come. We're excited to have her. So it will be, it, it, I'm hoping it'll be a wonderful event. It always is. It is. It always and it will is. Be. It's nice to um, to get to see everybody. It's a great networking where women get to get to see other women and to be proud of each other. So I'm looking forward to a, a happy event. Mm -hmm. and Where be, is it? This year. It's, it's this year it's at the Radisson. Okay. Mm -hmm. The Radisson Lackawanna Station. And I love when people say to me, and I guess they have, they, it could be because very seldom we chat, but they'll say, so when is your St. Patrick's Day dinner? <laughs> yeah. Did like, you get that, Lord? Like Did you ever get do, anybody they say? They do ask that. And it's like uh, on St. Yeah, who's yeah, what yeah. color is George uh, Washington's white horse? But really, we did change it a two, few times a few to times. the 16th right. because if it fell on a Sunday or Monday or whatever, I forget. Because a couple years ago or last year, well, a it lot was, of times we coordinate with with, with also the with the friendly sons. with the friendly sons. Yeah. Um, yeah, and sometimes I think last year that's why it was changed to the 16th mm -hmm. because their speaker. Uh, could only come right, on the 16th. Right. I believe that was it. And it's happened one other time when Jennifer right. Lina was the president. I know that for yes. a fact. How about that for memory? But yeah, we but had now to this year, it. Unfortunately, it's a Tuesday. But That's we'll okay. make Tuesday great. That's right. Um, and it, again, it's always a wonderful event. Everybody's happy. Mm -hmm. there's, not, there's not a better place to be. I always tell them this is the place to be. And when you became the president, when you went, did you know after so many years in that that's something you wanted to get to, or did you just it did it sort of just happen? You know what? It happened. 
my uh, my late husband and I always laughed about it. He said, "Oh, someday you'll be president." And I said, "Oh, I don't think so." And here she is. <laughs> and ta-da. here I am. Yeah. Um, but it it really is a wonderful organization, and, and I. I I strive so many times to say it was uh, founded by strong women mm-hmm. um, who wanted to help the community. And we do it in several different ways, um, whether it be donations or as little as going to sing Christmas carols at a nursing home. We do that. Now, again, we're not very good, <laughs> but they're happy to have the cookies we bring them. Mm-hmm. So, oh, um, I'd be. Yeah, for the cookies, I know. You you would say, I don't care what you sound like. Give me Just those cookies. cookies. She's yeah. a cookie. She's a cookie monster. Well, this year we did something different. We had um, Jim Cullen and Jeff yep. Bordo yeah, they're actually so good, accompany aren't they? us. Okay. Well, they made it a world of yeah, difference. Yeah, there you go. So we had a so very So I think they're booked time. from here on out now. Is I, that I'm what you're hoping saying? so. Yeah. I really well, am they are so, so talented. <laughs> but we, we donate to several different organizations. Um, one is the Shamrock Heart Foundation. Right which is near and dear to our heart. Um, they, John, they, good old John McGee. John McGee, he's a wonderful man. He um, does carnations and boutonnieres, and they take them around Every to all of the... Every Lackawanna County, right? All nursing homes, they the all get homes. that for uh, St. Patrick's Day. Isn't that nice? Mm-hmm. It's just such a special treat. Mm-hmm. Um, another is the Friends of the Poor, um, St. Francis Kitchen. St. Joe's. St. Joseph's. Yep. Um, we also did we did some different ones this year. Uh, this year we really wanted to do uh, a few that were new. The NEPA Youth Shelter uh-huh. was one. We took a tour of it. How impressive the place is! Yeah, Maureen does a wonderful job with she that. Really incredible. Does. I know. And so we we donated to that. And we also did like Christmas presents to them. We got um, because they were going to be closed during Christmas, so we got them gift cards for McDonald's. Ah. Uh, so at least these kids would have a hot meal mm-hmm, on us. Mm-hmm. Um, and then let's see, um, we did the St. Francis Commons is another new yep. new place. The things they do for the veterans there are amazing. I know. Um, we also have a bingo at the Gino Murley Center. Mm-hmm. Different different things that it might not seem like a lot, but you know what? To some of these people, it's just getting out to the public. It's right. nice. And, of course, we do on our St. Patrick's Day Parade. We, we sponsor the tele, televising of the Mass. Okay. Um, and also the Scranton Cultural Center. Uh-huh. That's one that's always near and dear to our hearts that we go after the parade. Yep. Um, it's a wonderful party for anybody to bring the children. Uh-huh. And they get to see, everybody seems to stop by, whether they're dancers, the bands, the bagpipers. Uh-huh. So we have a good time. Well, that has been going on. That's a lot. And, of course, I was worked for the Cultural Center and did development for them when this, when I thought, you know, this would be something I think we should look at doing because right. it's a natural end to the parade. It is. And so many people come through the doors. There's days they can get 4,000 people through the doors the day after, right after the parade. They're mm-hmm. open from 11 to 4. Oh, sure. And like Lori said, bringing your children, everybody can has fun. They get sponsors for it. And the Society of Irish Truman has always been right there right. helping, which is a big thing for them because it's a wonderful place to be. And it's whether it's nice or not, you can get food, you can get drink, right. you can have entertainment. They try to get all the pipe bands in, and then, then they have their own entertainment every it's, uh, it's year. It's a wonderful so, venue. Yeah. It really is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I hope, again, this year it's it's successful as it has been in the past. Yep. So 
we, we like to get out into the public. You did a lot? We, we, we try to do a lot. Mm-hmm. We really do. And while we're doing it, we're recognizing the, the strong women in our, in our organization, but also in our communities. And that's, speaking of that, you're, you, 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 lately, the last few years, you've been honoring one woman right. in addition to your keynote speaker. So this year, do you want to talk about the honoree? Well, this year, uh, this year we um, it was brought to us for Susie Bloom Connors. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the first lady of Scranton at one time. Right. Um, I suppose you're always the first lady. Uh, you like, never change. You That's never right. No matter. Once, always. A yes. wonderful woman who is always willing to help. Yeah, she really does so many good things she does. and has been doing them for a long time. She really, she and Jimmy, I mean, they, they show up, they support the arts, they do things well, that's just that it. are you near and dear to, to their heart. Yeah, they're, they're very involved. Jimmy, as, a, as a, an ex-mayor, right. um, still does everything to, to promote this town. And Susie does right there with them and does her own thing in things, causes that are very Absolutely. important to her. Uh, we were trying to put together her, her bio and... Well, she's just involved in so many yeah, things. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I said, now there's a woman who who wants to help everybody. Right. Um, we've had we've had wonderful women in the past. Kathy um, Gavin. Kathy Gavin mm-hmm. from Sterners. Right. Couldn't ask for a wonderful, more wonderful woman. Um, Mom from Garrity's, Joyce Fazula. Uh, yep. We love had her. her. We've we've had wonderful, wonderful women, and and we're blessed with that. Mm-hmm. And they, they love coming to the dinners. They they love helping us out. So it's a way for us to honor some of the women. Mm -hmm. Because what we used to do, just for historic uh, information here, what we used to do is have someone who's nationally recognized as well as someone, as we used to say, um, you know, local gal gal done good is how we said it. And then we would pick someone similarly to Allison and bring them back to speak for us. um, And um, they would be the second speaker. So what was changed through the years is doing the keynote and then honoring a, a right. local woman, which I think is is a great idea. It's it's very similar in what it is, but most right. of these ladies are actually living. They all live in the area when you honor them. So yes. that's it's about yes. what four or five years now, Laura, that you've been doing that. It, it is about five years okay. now we've been doing it, and you know what? It just adds a little something mm-hmm. more. It's nice to honor your own and women because that's what it's about. It's a, it's Absolutely. although there's no no you can't come to our if you're not a woman you can't come to our our dinner we want everybody to be there and we always get a great group of men always to show up because their line is i have more fun at yours than i did at theirs (laughs) so that's always a good thing right yes so it is nice and it is a variety of people you get and you get people from all over we do the parades we're this year we're going to do the carbondale parade again we did that last year and you're doing pittston uh, no, you know what? We didn't do Pittston. We did Carbon. Oh, We're trying to one. get a little all over. Okay. So um, what helps is the Carbondale Parade is the 13th, and the Scranton Parade is the 14th. Uh-huh. So... I really need to get my walk in. Yes, yes, there you go. Uh-huh. Get those sneakers going. I need going. something comfortable. And doing the, and being part of the mass is always so nice too. Oh, before absolutely. the parade, it's 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 a it's really nice. The whole thing is an honor. It really is an honor to be president um, of such a society uh-huh. that that are willing to help so many people. And Laura, could you tell everyone if they still there still are some there, seats available? So how does available. someone get to um, to buy a ticket if they want to go? What's the price? 
The price is $75, okay. which includes happy hour, um, mm-hmm. hors d'oeuvres, and, um, and your entree. And so how do they get in touch? Who do they call? Okay, they would call Mary Ann Moran. Can they, how about your number? Can uh, they, and you can, can you, and, uh, absolutely, you can always call my number, um, 570-862-0021. Or if you need to on our website, you can always hit us with a question on the Laurie and Lynn show, and um, we'll we'll get it to me, and we can, I'll get you the information to Laurie, and they'll get to you, so. Absolutely. Everybody well, is welcome, and we would love to have you there. Well, our good luck to you. you. You've done a great job all year, and don't be nervous, it, it'll be um, well, I'll be looking at you to help me. Yes, and be as, right there next and to I, me. And I told Lori, as Father Sika said to me, when I emceed Evie McNulty, Rafalco McNulty's roast, your job is to get us the heck out of here. So that's what I told Lori. <laughs> My go. job will be to move this thing along, baby. Okay. Giddy up. Perfect. There we go. Well, thanks, Lori. Thank you very much. And everyone out there, thank you for listening to us. Have a wonderful weekend. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.